if you work here in the Mountain State and you're back in the office, this has probably come up in conversation with your coworkers at your cubicle or at a water cooler, or if you're still working from home via email or text with coworkers, or if you're just a fan out of state, far away, you've definitely read about it on Facebook, Twitter, or on a message board. It's the story that every Mountaineer fan is talking about this week. JT Daniels, the former USC and Georgia quarterback, is transferring to WVU. Nick Farrell here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast. We're brought to you, as always, by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawfirm.com. And just as Daniel's commitment to Neil Brown's program has been the biggest topic of conversation over the past few days, it's what we'll focus on on today's episode of the show. We'll chat with Rex Castillo, sports director at WRBL in Columbus, Georgia. He covered the Georgia Bulldogs during their national championship run last fall. Now, of course, Daniels was not the starting quarterback in that national championship game. That was Stetson Bennett. Daniels only started seven contests for the Bulldogs during his two seasons there, three of them in 2021. He dealt with some injuries that sidelined him, but he did start four games back in 2020, the pandemic season, including the Peach Bowl, which the Bulldogs won over Cincinnati in come-from-behind fashion. Before that, Daniels was the quarterback at USC, where he formed a relationship with Graham Harrell. Those two were both with the Trojans for about a season before Daniels transferred away to Georgia, where he's played the last two seasons. Now he's coming to WVU, likely to be here sometime this summer, very likely to be QB1 next season for the Mountaineers. And hey, last year, some Heisman hype around Daniels. He's a player who has never reached his full potential as a college quarterback, at least not yet due in part to many number of things, but primarily injury. So we'll talk with Rex Castillo from WRBL in Columbus, Georgia, to get the skinny on JT Daniels, get to know him a little bit, get to know his situation a little bit better, and maybe see if this move to West Virginia, which will be his third different school as a collegiate quarterback, could be just the right fit, just what Daniels needs, and maybe just what the Mountaineers need to succeed in the Big 12. That conversation coming up in just a moment, but first, a word from our sponsors, Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawfirm.com. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Unexpected hurdle? Pritt and Spano. Unseen circumstance? Pritt and Spano. Personal injury, criminal law, flash wills, family law. You need a firm that will be with you through it all. Pritt and Spano. Their passionate team will employ their resources and unique perspectives to deliver the most effective representation. When you find yourself in need, turn to those who will fight for you. Pritt and Spano. West Virginia's lawyers. Find them at yourwvlawfirm.com. Golden Blue Nation podcast continues and we're thrilled to be joined by Rex Castillo, the sports director at WRBL in Columbus, Georgia. He's been covering not just the Bulldogs, but SEC football for the last five years. Rex, how you doing, man? Thanks for doing this with us. Hey, very, I'm doing great, man. Always uh, a huge honor to join uh, the podcast. And yeah, I guess a, a little bit of movement over there in West Virginia, huh? <laughs> indeed. Indeed, that is the case. There, there has been... A huge story break, and of course, is JT Daniels' commitment to WVU football, likely to join the program here sometime this summer and very likely going to be the starting quarterback for West Virginia. Before we dive in to get the scouting report on Daniels, here's what I want to know, Rex. Like, I can normally gauge how big a story is by a number of things, but when a story is huge... I know it's big because my wife knows about it, and she's had friends who are Georgia Bulldog fans texting her about JT Daniels. So 
the reception here has been tremendous, of course. How have Georgia fans received it? It's a mixed bag. Some of them very disappointed because they still thought that JT Daniels, when you look at him and you look at his skill set, he passes the eye test, has the massive arm. He helped Georgia win the Peach Bowl against Cincinnati. He went on to be in the, uh, the Final Four, the college football playoff this season. So it looked like everything was in place for him to be the guy. I mean, he won the starting job coming out of Clemson uh, against the Clemson game, gets hurt, and essentially gets Wally pipped. I mean, it was one of those things where Stetson and that defense – was playing so out of this world. I mean, Stetson Bennett looks like the first string water boy, but he completely played out of his mind. So it's a mixed bag. We're like, okay, we're really disappointed he left. But when Stetson Bennett announced that he was coming back, which a lot of people kind of expected, they're like, okay, there's not a lot of room left for JT, who is a little bit older now. Brock Vandergriff, uh, Carson Beck, and you know, there's a there's a loaded young room in the quarterback room in uh in Athens so it kind of made sense um we were a lot of people were maybe expecting him to stay in the SEC or maybe go back to the Pac-12 so to go to go to the Big 12 not too far away staying on the east coast and honestly to be reunited with a coaching staff he's very familiar with makes a lot of sense yeah right as we mentioned earlier Graham Harrell former USC Offensive coordinator overlapped with JT Daniels. Okay, so Rex, you mentioned the eye test. Give us the scouting report on Daniels. Where does he excel? Are there areas that need work? Um, he definitely excels in the long ball. I mean, he's a great decision maker. At times, um, he's not as mobile, which I think was the one thing that Stetson Bennett had on him. Stetson doesn't have the massive arm; like he's not gonna he's not gonna launch at ninety yards or something like that. But Stetson was smart enough and could stay composed enough and used his legs when needed to. JT, you won't be seeing any dynamic quarterback draws at him, but that's not in his skill set. And when we saw him at Georgia, he was never asked to do that. But what he was great at was making those big splash explosive plays. Um, I mean, we saw the highlights. I rewatched some of the highlights against Mississippi State and and against um, Cincinnati. Man, it was not uncommon to see JT have 40 to 50 yard completion. So I think in a in a system air raid ish. That's exactly where he's got to excel. Don't worry about running. Don't worry about stretching the play as much because you'll have two or three options that you can throw to. So I think JT, a smart kid, knows where he's going. I mean, he's a power five guy, and he's he has enough experience. He, he proved that he could be a start in the SEC, just the injury bug got him. Mountaineers could be looking at a completely new offense under Graham Harrell and, of course, with Daniels after several seasons with Austin Kendall and with Jarrett Dagey in between those great years with Will Greer. So on Daniels' Rex, he went 7-0 across two seasons as a starter at Georgia. He didn't have a ton of consistency in that starting role due to injuries, but his team went to the national championship game. There was some maybe mystery about who was going to be the starter once he was healthy again. Stetson Bennett was the player who led the Bulldogs to the national championship. How did Daniels handle that situation where maybe he was back to being healthy, but he didn't get he didn't get his number called because Bennett was playing solid enough to to keep the role? Credit to Daniels a lot on this because it's very easy for drama to start and obviously for a quarterback room to become unsettled. But Stetson, when he was asked, like, hey, what was going on between you and JT? It was nothing but support. Those guys, they talked about what they see out there on the field. They talked about what they what differences could uh, they need to make or what adjustments they need to make. It takes a really mature kid to do that, a really mature young man to do that at this point. Because, again, you're, you're fighting for your job, you're fighting for your future, and this guy is have, has the starting role, and unfortunately he's playing out of his mind because, again, Stetson Bennett had great games against Michigan and Alabama when it counted. So you really can't do that. And I think 
to have to, for him to be as supportive as he was as just to get better that says a lot about his character so i think that that's definitely something very essential for a mature quarterback to come into a brand new program Hmm, absolutely. I'm sure that, that'd be the takeaway for Mountaineer fans who listen to this podcast, something about a characteristic or trait of Daniels that really stands out. We're chatting with Rex Castillo of WRBL in Georgia. He covered JT Daniels during his two seasons with the Bulldogs. Let's flash back to 2020. I connected with Rex because we needed highlights of JT Daniels, and uh, as a as a fellow Star affiliate in the state of Georgia, he was the guy to hook us up, and he sent us some video uh, from Daniels' start in in the Peach Bowl back in 2020 against Cincinnati, a game that Georgia came back to win by three points. That might have been his best performance. If not, it was the Mississippi State game in 2020 when he threw for 400-plus. But in a huge game, 392 and a touchdown is not bad at all. Did he prove something in that game? Did he prove maybe that he has big game ability? I think what he proved in that game was he could be the guy. And there was so much optimism coming out of the Peach Bowl. Like, we have our guy. One thing that a lot of Georgia fans haven't had a lot of, you know, um, security about was the quarterback position. Jake Fromm was a phenomenal guy. And, but he he wasn't big splash player. Because you're looking on the other side, in the uh, other side of the division in the SEC, there's Tua Tagovailoa. He was not that. Jake Fromm was a phenomenal leader, a great ma- a mature man leading that offense. And he could make the plays. But JT was just different. When you saw those massive bombs to George Pickens and the way they connected, everyone's like, that's our guy. I'm buying his jersey. We're going to the national championship game with JT Daniels under center. So when he got injured against Clemson, everyone's like, oh, my Lord, we're going. What do we do now? We're we just going to be running back to you where it becomes so incredibly predictable and just rely on a defense. Now, granted, when you have guys like Zamir White back there, you can rely on that. And you have a defense that you know was the best in – arguably college football history it helps but there was so much optimism coming out of that so it was that's where the disappointed crowd comes in that he didn't get the job back uh, when the regular season unfolded the way it did that's really interesting Rex because when I look at West Virginia football the guy hasn't necessarily existed at the quarterback position since Will Greer and and maybe for Will Greer since the 2018 game against Texas that, that West Virginia won in comeback fashion. Because with all due respect, Jared Deggy was a solid quarterback, but he didn't help West Virginia beat teams that it should not beat. And Austin Kendall, coming from Oklahoma, I guess never really got the shot because he was supplanted by Deggy during his first season as a starter. So is that is that what Daniels could make West Virginia capable of in this highly competitive Big 12 conference? Can he, as the guy, make West Virginia capable of beating teams that it shouldn't or hasn't in the past two to three years under Neil Brown? I think what this does, it makes everyone, casual fans, hardcore fans, even coaches go like, West Virginia could be a very big problem. (laughs) I think JT Daniels was a guy, you know, there are quarterbacks who like you have to win despite them. JT Daniels can go get you the win. If you're down six, if you're down maybe even uh, double digits within, you know, and it's getting to crunch time, I trust JT Daniels tremendously. So I think now you reunite him in a very familiar place and you re- and you get him to a, a community like West Virginia, who, as we know, that, that place bleeds golden blue. I think he's going to flourish. And I think he's a guy who who understands the pressure because he was the USC quarterback. There's not a ton of pre- there's a ton of pressure that comes with that. I just hope he stays injury free. And I think that's where the experience of the West Virginia O-line, that's going to come in play. I, and I was reading some reports that played a huge factor in his decision. Makes sense. He's been hurt. He had a great O-line in Georgia. Just, you know, he it's just one play. One guy made a play and he got hurt. But I think 
JT Daniels makes West Virginia a very interesting contender in the Big 12. Hmm, interesting. And a good point about the offensive line, too. Zach Frazier and Wyatt Milam, a pair of All-Americans on that offensive line. But you mentioned injuries. You mentioned injuries, Rex, a moment ago. Is that the key for JT Daniels? Like, the biggest key when you all boil it all down, is that the biggest key to his success at his next stop? It's a it's a cliche that I've heard. I'm sure many sports fans have heard, but the best ability is availability. And unfortunately, he's had an, he's had a bad knee injury. He's had a bad shoulder injury. He can bounce back, but if JT, I promise you, if he stays healthy from week one to the regular season, I would not be surprised if West Virginia is, you know, in the contender uh, in the contender uh, echelon right now because I know it's been Oklahoma and everybody else. Mm. So I know that's frustrating for everybody. So I think at least at that point, you have a talent which a Lincoln Riley would have loved. Um, and I think that at this point, even though he's not there anymore, but it's one of those things that I think JT makes everything. He takes your offense to a new level. It opens up the playbook. It opens up deep threats. It opens up every throw at every level. Rex Castillo was not brought onto this podcast to make Mountaineer fans excited, but I think that's what he has effectively accomplished. He's the sports director at WRBL in Columbus, Georgia, and he covers the Bulldogs and the SEC at large. So, Rex, let's wrap up with this. It's a, a fun one, I guess. Um, what's the storyline beyond JT Daniels? What's the bigger storyline in college football that you're most looking forward to following this season as you cover the beat in the SEC? And as a follow-up, does Georgia have what it takes to do it again? So the, you kind of hit on exactly what I, I was interested in. Georgia's defense still has some good players. But at the same time, they don't have Jordan Davis coming back. A lot of those guys are heading to the pros. So now it's on Kirby Smart that, you know, he is arguably one of the better recruiters in college football. I mean, he's competitive right up there. He's always in the top five conversation. So now with Stetson Bennett coming back, it's like, all right, Stetson, I thought they should have built the statue to him last season at the end of it and don't come back because what else can you do? You, you help generations of like grown men in tears because of that championship. So I want to see what they do. But then on the other side, now we have Nick Saban, who's mad and has a Heisman quarterback coming back. And arguably, I say Will Anderson should have gone to New York for that conversation for the Heisman Trophy. He's coming back as well. So I want to see what the Crimson Tide can do. Auburn, obviously, with the entire drama that has happened on the Plains as well. For those of you who follow college football, it looked like Brian Harson may have been out forced out he's back and now he's getting some of his guys back and uh, i'm actually from texas so kind of grew up in big 12 country always really interested to see what goes on there i mean with the quarterback shuffle that goes on there quinn ewers going back to the big 12 and this is the thing west virginia versus texas now that's a game i want to see because of that quarterback battle hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the SEC is going to be bonkers as always, right? But the Big 12 seems like it's going to be highly competitive again this year. And there, last year, uh, maybe not a changing of the guard, but after Oklahoma and Texas announced that they're fleeing to the SEC, you see Baylor and Oklahoma State have a big surge and go play in the Big 12 title game. I mean, it is early, of course, but it could be anybody's league this year, or at least anybody could compete for those two championship game spots. Absolutely. And I think you bring a guy, you bring, and then you look in down the line, you've got Cincinnati and UCF also coming in. But I, like West Virginia makes, made a really good move here. And depending on how JT does and how well this team does, that's how you build momentum for a program. And I've, you know, I've seen the rumors that like West Virginia is always one quarterback away. I'll be honest, JT could be that quarterback you guys have been looking for. Wow. Rex Castillo, perhaps the best guest we've had in the history of the Golden Blue Nation podcast in terms of generating fan excitement. Rex, really appreciate you coming on and giving us the scoop on JT Daniels. Of course. Oh, pleasure to join you guys. Well, there you have it. We knew there was a ton of fan excitement about JT Daniels 
upcoming transfer to West Virginia University to join Neil Brown, to join Graham Harrell, and to join an offense that seems like it has the pieces, right? Strong offensive line, a now veteran offensive line, a variety of weapons at running back, and some guys at wide receiver who have produced in the past here and there, maybe not as consistently as fans would like them to or even the coaching staff would like them to. But some of the pieces are there. And maybe, as Rex said, all it needs is the right quarterback to make everything fall together. Wouldn't that be something? West Virginia's spring football season wraps up Saturday, April 23rd with the annual Gold-Blue game. We'll bring you coverage of that one live from Milan Pushkar Stadium before the action begins at noon Eastern on our next-door affiliate stations across West Virginia and Maryland. WBOI in Clarksburg, WTRF in Wheeling, WOWK in Charleston, WVNS in Beckley, and WDVM in Hagerstown, Maryland will all air the Mountaineer Game Day Spring Game Special, which begins live at noon from Milan Pushkar Stadium and here inside our Mountaineer your game day studios. We'll get you ready for all the action and bring you exclusive interviews with head coach Neil Brown and director of athletics Shane Lyons. And as always, a reminder, make sure you follow our coverage of spring football, WVU baseball, and everything that's happening on campus on our website, goldenbluenation.com, and by downloading the free Golden Blue Nation app. You can sign up for push alerts. They're very handy, and you'll have breaking news delivered right to you via push alert. And of course, if you're enjoying the Golden Blue Nation podcast, Help us out by subscribing. That also is completely free. You'll have future episodes delivered directly to your phone via Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Google. And tell your friends about us, too, if you like it. Tell them to join us. Tell them to listen. Tell tell them to check out the Golden Blue Nation podcast, which, as always, is brought to you by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, yourwvlawfirm.com. May talk to you again very soon here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast. If not, we'll see you next weekend on the Mountaineer Game Day Spring Game Special on your local Next Star station for live coverage leading up to the Gold Blue Game, which begins at 1 o'clock Saturday, April 23rd on Big 12 now on ESPN+. This has been Nick Farrell on the Golden Blue Nation podcast. Signing off, have a great Easter weekend. We'll talk to you next time.